You've probably heard it all before, but this time, let Dr. Lanker connect the dots in a way that makes the Christian faith come alive. If you've been tracking through Paul's letters, you've come to see how important the church is to Paul. And so in the section we're going to head into, it's called the Pastoral Epistles, we're going to start first with the book of 1 Timothy. It is essentially answering the question, if the church is so important, what should the church look like? And that is the question to which we'll turn in today's episode of Connecting the Dots. When we turn to the book of 1 Timothy, what we find is one of Paul's most prized disciples. Uh, he's picked up Timothy in his travels uh, and has brought him along to be able to help him in all the places that he's gone. Uh, he's most likely shy and reserved. He's needing help and support because he's not with mom and grandma. He sounds like a uh, mama's boy in a lot of the descriptions that Paul gives to him. But he's somebody that Paul sees more in than he probably sees in himself. And he wants him to be able to grow into the position that Paul has called him to in the ministry of Christ's church. Uh, the, the letter that is what we call 1 Timothy is probably written around 64 uh, is, is our best guess. Uh, it's written to Timothy who's been left by Paul in Ephesus as what's called an apostolic delegate. Basically, he holds Paul's position and it has all authority and responsibility as if Paul himself were, were there. Uh, our best guess is that the reason why he's there and when he showed up there is that even though it's not mentioned in, uh, in Scripture, after Acts 28 and Paul's imprisonment in Rome, he's released for a time uh, to be able to just kind of e e either wait for his trial to be uh, brought back to completion or he's released from his charges and then new charges are brought against him because by the end of his life, we find him back in jail. Um, but what's talked about in the process seems like he's out because he's uh, leaving books uh, other things in Troas and other places that you're going to read about in the pastoral epistles. And he's going to uh, look to Timothy to continue this work because he can't be there. One of the key churches for Paul is the church of Ephesus, and that's why he leaves Timothy in this place. When he leaves him there, he leaves him because he wants him to establish the church. And the church he wants to establish is he wants to establish a church that is based like a family. Um, in, in the Greco-Roman world, in that Mediterranean area, the families were all led by men who were the heads of household. It was their responsibility to take care of everybody in that family and to make sure that they, more than anything else, held on to honor. Because if they lost honor, then they lost all their means of support because nobody would do business with them in the process. And so he turns to these men first in First uh, in Timothy and says, hey, I don't need you guys to fight for the faith. I need you guys to be prayer warriors. I, I need you to really trust this true father that we have 
to watch over our family. Submit yourself to him. Humble yourself before him. Give him your request and ask him to do his work. And he also asked the same for these women. In in second in first Timothy chapter two, it's one of the most debated passages in kind of our modern world because it really brings to a head where do women fit in the church? And I think you've heard from a couple of the other videos that you've watched or other things you've interacted with that women in that ancient world really had no real place in the governance and the kind of uh, oversight of organizations. But in the city of Ephesus for the Temple of Artemis, they actually did have a very high position because Artemis was a female. And so the high priests of the Artemis worship were females. And so our best guess is that these women who'd grown up in a system where they were the ones who spoke for the gods and they were the ones who were in control, they're trying to jump in and to do the same thing inside the church of Jesus Christ. And Paul says, hey, you know what? That's not the way that it's going to work inside of God's church. This is like the family of God. These men are going to need to be the humble prayer warriors who support all this. And you ladies, you're going to need to trust and support them in this process. Uh, How exactly that works itself from their ancient world to our modern one is something that we have led a lot of discussions on. The three basic kind of summaries that people have come to is that was for that day and age, and it's not for today. And so we can go ahead and just uh, do whatever we think needs to be done in regards to men and women and their places inside the church. Others say to the other extreme, no, this is a universal application, and so men will always and only be the only ones who teach and have authority. Mid-position is that as long as there are men as elders over the church, that they and their authority get to create kind of an umbrella that all the church, including women, get to work under their authority to be able to use their gifts and abilities. I'll leave that to you to wrestle through and to look at all the notes and everything else that are part of the scripture because that's such a key uh, text that people wrestle with. After that, Paul goes ahead and uh, gives explicit instruction about what elders should do, what deacons should do, and, and just kind of lays out what the church should be like, how it should be the family of God. And he also goes ahead and takes in chapter 4 and talks about how the young are supposed to be a part of this. And then chapter 5, how the old have a part in this family as well. He also touches on slaves uh, serving their masters like they're serving Jesus and not just viewing them in the terms of the culture. Overall, what Paul wants to get through to Timothy and through Timothy to the church at Ephesus is that if we really are part of the church, we live as a family. And just like in any family, how it needs moms and dads, kids and grandparents, it needs everybody. And that would be Paul's point to us today. And I hope as you read and look through the book of 1 Timothy, that it speaks to you and gives you ideas about how you could truly live as the church being your family, not just something that you go to on Sunday and then you're done with for the rest of the week, but that's something that you long to be a part of, just like any family relationship, and that you would sacrifice and receive from 
just like any family that we would be a part of.